Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. physical nor spectral, and yet I am beholden to both. I imagine one. 
Felix, it's almost nine o'clock. Balin will be here soon to give us the grand tour. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm just, just, just writing some stuff down, uh, uh, try, trying to keep it all organized. May I come in? Yeah, sure. Uh, come on in. What are you working on? Something I saw on the Darkness Channel. I'm just trying to get it all down on paper. Interesting. You saw all this. Yeah, well, bits and pieces. It, it was a bit, a bit fragmented, you see. Hmm. 
Felix, does does seeing this stuff, well, is it is it bad for you? It's okay. The device, the, the web of Mimir, uh, allows me to navigate safely. It, it modulates the input so it doesn't overload my mind and make me a... A, a, a white wig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, though I, I... I prefer the term psychokinesia. It's, um, it's, it's less stigmatizing. I get it. And I'm sorry. Just, just don't press yourself too hard, Felix, alright? Sure thing. Thanks, Elena. Anytime. So, when was the town established? I mean, did you all start building right away? When we came to, we were of the same mind. Follow the protocols of the Black Moth. One of the first mandates was to build a stronghold to our great benefactor. A home for those who would undergo the great transformation. Well, excuse me, but how did you all remember what you were told during the Great Darkness? I mean, from what I understand, no one remembers anything. For the most part, that is true. But our clerics, the Black Motherians, are graced with visions, memories of Great Mother's teachings. These are the protocols of the Black Moth. So these Black Motherians, they see glimpses from the darkness and convey the teaching of this Black Moth. That is correct. They are responsible for inscribing the divine words. And by following the protocols, death will make us anew. Interesting. And how exactly does that work? I believe that is why you and yours are here, invading our sacred space. You'll have to work for some of your answers. Ah, here we are. This is the Temple of the Black Moth, our most holy site. Please, treat it with respect. The protocols are dictated to us here, you see. This is where we absorb the words of our Savior. May we look around? No, you may not. I've fulfilled my obligations, Miss Vespertine. Others will be along to assist you. Wait a second, we were told- You were told we would cooperate. You were not told you could aimlessly stomp around our most sacred sites, fumble about with our relics with the care of an unrestrained child. Perhaps there's been a misunderstanding. We... Then let me clarify the situation for you, Miss Vespertine. Your presence here is disruptive. It disturbs the tranquility of our community and interferes with the protocols. Do not expect any friendly faces. Now... If you'll be so kind as to leave the premises. Please. Mr. Salowin, I believe you are the one who will conduct the examination, yes? 
I think it goes without saying that you must proceed cautiously and be as expeditious as possible. What your people require of us is already sacrilegious. There is no need to prolong it. Of course. Good. Two of our black Motherians will fetch you tomorrow to observe the process. I take it that will be enough time for you to prepare? Yes, more than enough time. Good. Then I bid you good day. I I I thought these people were supposed to be cooperating. (laughs) Well, there's cooperating and then there's cooperating. It looks like these people are going to make it as difficult as possible. We may have to flex a bit of muscle. Are you sure that's the right approach? We already seem to be on thin ice with them. You see any other way to get the answers we need? If you don't mind, I'd like to walk around the town, familiarize myself with it, and see what I can pick up. Oh, knock yourself out. I, too, would like to peruse this quite little hamlet. And for what reason? Why, information gathering, of course. What else would I be doing, Miss Vespertine? <laughs> don't push it, Mum. <sighs> okay, why don't we see what we can dig up and meet tonight at seven? Plus, I think Felix already has some stuff for us, right? Yeah, yeah, it's some, um, uh, data I I gathered. Uh, Should be helpful. All right, then, let's get to work. Yes. Good evening, Maura Gerald. Do you have some time for a quick conversation? It'll be quick, I promise. (laughs) There are proper channels one must go through to speak to me, Esoterian. I believe you were briefed on this earlier by Brother Balin. I know respecting others' customs is not something your group is used to, but do not take our compliance as cowardice. We will not be bullied. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have things to attend to. Oh, you'll get no argument from me, Maura Gerald. I share much of the same criticisms of the Esoterium as you do. But then again, hypocrisy has always been part and parcel of religion, hasn't it? For instance, you stand here criticizing the Esoterium for its lack of respect, its hypocrisy. Yet, as a pillar of your community, You, on the one hand, tell your congregants how much they are valued and to respect their fellow brethren. Yet on the other, you violate the sanctity of Brother Cole's marriage, philandering in secret with his wife, Lillian. I'm no authority on the protocols of the Black Moth and the dogmas one must adhere to, but I would think such a thing would be frowned upon. Don't you? Oh, how did you... Would you want just to have a conversation about your faith? Oh, I know you're hesitant to divulge your sacred religion secrets, but humans have ever been creatures of self-preservation. 
Shall we? Um, yes, of, of course. Uh, uh, um, come in, come in. How courteous of you, Mora Gerald. Don't mind if I do. Excuse me, miss. Miss. Sir, sir, if I may just have a moment of your time. Sir, this is going to be more difficult than I anticipated. You'll get no help from them, trespasser. I'm beginning to see that. And how about you, miss? Shara Lillis. Will you similarly reject my inquiries, Miss Lillis? Most of my brothers and sisters believe by not talking to you, you'll somehow get frustrated and leave. But I think they severely underestimate the diligence of the Esoterium. While I share my brethren's sentiments, I reckon the faster we give you what you want, the faster you'll be out of our hair. A wise perspective. <laughs> but not a very popular one. Uh, so go on, ma'am. Ask your questions. One of the main tenets of your religion seems to be life, transformation through death. How exactly does that happen? Ah, you find the concept paradoxical, do you? Not necessarily. A great many phenomena are paradoxical. Particle wave duality, Schrodinger's cat, Petal's paradox. The world is full of God's jokes. The moth is a similar contradiction. Through the death of its more primal form comes the emergence of its higher state, the moth. Death is simply a gestational state rather than an end, and we, like the moth, at the end of this archaic form, will be born anew, into a higher form. One that will allow us to live in the new world. New world? The Black Matherians tell us that we are in the age of the pupa, awaiting transformation so that we might enter the second darkness prepared, adapted. Your people believe a second darkness is coming? We are certain of it. It is the basis of the protocols, the essence of our faith. We will be ushered into the New Age Reborn, in forms more fit for the upcoming... conditions. I see. And how exactly will you make this transition? When these corporeal shells finally wither, we are wrapped in our mortal coils to gestate, to metamorphose, into our true selves. Our higher selves. It is through black mothery that we can attain these new forms. Black mothery? It is our sacred rites and rituals, the words and acts passed down from our winged mother that allow the great transmutation. Ah, a form of thaumaturgy. Interesting. And are there any of these transformed here? No, they are called away upon birth, gone to join our great mother and wait. Hm. Not to offend, but how do you know they transform if you do not see them? Ah, yes, the question of faith. But I am afraid we do not require faith, for our priests document our rebirth, photograph the broken cocoons, and place them in the Book of Change. I see. What's this? The statue depicts one of the enclosed, those who have undergone the transformation and ascended. 
And what are they doing? Performing a ritual of some sort? <laughs> They're praying for one of the close to return, to banish you and your friends from the city. <sighs> Lovely. What's this? Strange. May you drown beneath the shadow of his wings. What the hell does that? Helena. I found this under my door. Let you be lost to the dark, and like a floundering silk thread in the wind, find yourself in her ever-hungry jaws. Uh, looks like we might have the same admirer. Any idea what these glyphs mean? I imagine some kind of symbolism specific to these Mortherians' religion. Should we be concerned, do you think? <sighs> Time will tell, I suppose. I'm going to go check something. Can I help you? Was there anybody up in our rooms today? No, miss. Nobody's been here all day. Hmm. Thank you, love. Oh, one more thing. Can you tell me what these mean? I've no idea, miss. I'm from outside town. I just work here. Thank you, darling. You've been a great help. Anything? Well, a man named Harold and a woman named Molina came in and placed the notes in each of our rooms. With the innkeeper's help, of course. The innkeeper also said these symbols are a sort of curse or beckoning. Apparently, the townsfolk are trying to get rid of us with their moth juju. That's a shory. Hey, I, I just noticed this note on my floor. It's all right, Felix. We all got them. Just the locals trying to scare us is all. I, I wouldn't disregard it so quickly, Helena. What I saw suggests their claims are legitimate, at least as far as the visitation from the Black Moth is concerned. Why? Did you see something, Felix? Yeah, yeah, I, I wrote it all down. Hmm. I'll say we wait until Gretchen and Mum return, and then go over what we know so far. Speak of the devil.
Find out anything interesting? A bit, but the townspeople aren't going to be very cooperative, as I'm sure you're aware. Oh, I think that's been made crystal clear. Just so you know, there's a little note in your room. Some kind of curse or something. Yes, they performed a mass ritual in the town square. Apparently they're praying for one of the closed to run us out of town. A closed? A term to describe those who have undergone the transformation. I see. I see something's amiss. Why don't we go into my room and we can compare notes? I don't know about anyone else, but I just had the most lovely conversation with one of the Mora, a lower-level priest of sorts. How did you manage that? Oh, you know of these religious types. There's always a few skeletons in their closet. One need only choose an outfit from the wardrobe. What did you find out? Well, apparently these clerics, these black Mortherians, are the ones who take care of the dead. They use the deceased's own flesh to construct a sort of cocoon to wrap the body in, and then bury it in an undisclosed area. It is there where the chrysalis, if you will, stays until it emerges in a new inhuman form. Then it flies away somewhere, presumably to a giant light bulb in the sky. <laughs> the whole thing is wonderfully macabre. How grisly. Did you find out where one is buried? I'm afraid not. You see, the Mora only assists the Black Mortherians in burying the body. Afterwards, they're given an elixir or substance that causes them to forget the ordeal, including the location of the body. Only the Black Mortherian knows that. They believe death is a gestational state, a transition from one form to another. Interestingly, I discovered that much of the protocols is predicated on the notion that there will be a second darkness. Their metamorphosis, which they facilitate through a craft they call Black Mothery, a pharmaceutical art form, transmogrifies them into a form more suited for this new dark age. A second darkness? Oh, Jesus, I sure as hell hope not. So where are these moth people, the transformed? They leave once they've emerged from their pupa. No one sees them, but um, they keep photographic documentation of the hat shell, the Book of Change. The Shroud of Turin, Buddha's Tooth, the Blood of San Gennaro, trinkets playing the role of evidence, paper-thin proof of the existence of a ghost. But you never see the subject themselves, do you? They sit somewhere on their ethereal thrones, demanding loyalty through their more corporeal and corrupt acolytes. A delightful scheme. I wish I was the one who created it. There is one curious thing I noticed while walking around Death's Head. What's that? There's no human discarnate energy here. No ambient signatures to suggest human death has ever occurred here. And that's strange? Indeed it is. 
There's generally discarnate energy in places like this, towns, cities, places with large populations of humans. There's discarnate energy here, but only that of animals. Hmm, could it have evaporated? Degraded over time? Maybe nobody has died in a while. I'm afraid that's not how discarnate information operates. It is not bound by time. It has no half-life and no expectation of degradation. Now it's as if death does not exist in this town. At least, not in the traditional way. Well, I guess this is a good time for Felix to bring up what he's seen. What the hell is going on? Ah, uh, this, this doesn't feel right. All right, all right, let's, let's just try to stay calm. Well, isn't that peculiar? Jesus, the, the street lamps, they're, they're being blocked out by some kind of uh, black clouds. Those aren't clouds, Felix. They're moths. Obscuary is a Maltopia production. Today's episode was written by Stephen Anzalone. It was performed by Aubrey Akers, Sam Stark, Steve Anzalone, and Kelly Bear. Editing was done by Walker Kornfeld, and audio production was done by Stephen Anzalone. Be sure to check us out at Maltopia.com. Also, be sure to follow us on social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply type in M-A-E-L-T-O-P-I-A. If you like the show, please rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever podcast platform you prefer. And to further support us and gain access to exclusive art, stories, and podcasts, check us out at Patreon at www.patreon forward slash Meltopia. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.